East Limers, Nyanagers are very proud of our town. We, we love our main street and our boardwalk. We do have a good community. We care for each other. I don't know what the magic is, but we, we have some kind of magic here. Welcome to the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast. I'm your host, Michael Whitehouse. Most towns have a community Facebook forum, but who creates them? What does it take to make a good one run smoothly? Today's guest is Wendy Updegrave, the founder of the East Lime Community Forum. On the day this episode is released, the forum will celebrate its five-year anniversary. I'm a member of many forums, and I'm impressed by the level of decorum that Wendy's able to maintain in hers. It turns out that it takes a village to maintain a forum. So let's get to know Wendy Updegrave. Hello, so today we're here with Wendy Updegrave. She is the founder and uh, leader of the East Lime Community Forum. Hello, Wendy, how are you doing? I'm doing well today. Thank you for having me. Great. Uh, well, thank you for being on. I've, I've um, You run a great forum, and I kind of wanted to share your story and a bit of the, the behind the scenes on there. So tell us a little bit about the East Lime Community Forum for those who are not in East Lime and not familiar with with the forum. Well, our forum is for East Lyme and Nyanic residents or people who have worked in East Lyme or Nyanic to keep up to date with current events, lost dogs, yard sales, anything that's happening in East Lyme. I created it uh, five years ago. It was inspired by the Ledgerd Community Forum, who I am a part of. I lived in Ledgerd for 10 years. I lived in East Lyme for 37 years, so I thought, maybe I could run an East Lime forum. Makes sense. Yeah, I think a lot of people think these forums just kind of spring out of the air because every town has one, and they don't realize there's actually a person who sits down and says, we should have one of these. Yes, that, that's what I was thinking. I was a part of the Ledger Forum, thought East Lime needs one of these. Someone should do that, and I'm someone, so I did that. So I'm, I'm part of a number of the forums on the shoreline, uh, and I have noticed the East Lime one seems to be a little bit less uh, rowdy. As you'd say, than than some of the others I've seen. Um, what do, you, how are you able to to keep the the division and vitriol and the general community out of the forum you run? I definitely vet our members. I I have questions to make sure that they know East Lyme and are familiar with it, so we don't get any bots. Um, I have a team of moderators and administrators. We all work together. One checks on membership, another checks on content. We all check on content, but we also have um, post-approval on. So anyone who has caused problems in the past would have to wait until an administrator or moderator approved their post to be put on. So that keeps a lot of the troublemakers out. And I'm sure because it's such a... a positive orderly experience nobody minds all the oversight right i wouldn't say nobody minds (laughs) but for the most part i think people realize we need to have rules to have a smooth running forum sometimes i have to turn off comments if things get ugly and i do and then get criticized for that but Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's why it is as orderly as it is and what would you say is the, the greatest value you've seen for the community that the, the forum has created? I'm very proud of the fact that we are discussing the Black Lives Matter and related protests 
Mm-hmm. A lot of people in East Lyme don't think there is a racial problem here, and that is part of the problem. So I'm really glad that we are communicating about that. That one is a very fine line to regulate. One of my rules is no name-calling. You have to be mm-hmm. nice. So when name-calling starts, those comments get deleted. But right now, I would say that's what I'm. the biggest contribution is. So I, I imagine with with the moderation, it's a matter of kind of want to want to nip things in the bud. Because once one person starts calling names and that that comment stays, someone else is going to respond and someone else, and it's going to snowball there. Um, right. So so how do you make sure you stay on top of it before before things start to snowball? Well, you sort of know which posts are going to be a little bit touchy, mm-hmm. and you just have to constantly monitor them, uh, turn on notifications, that type of thing. Um, Makes sense. And if it starts to get ugly, I have posted that the, we are watching. Please keep it on subject. Please be nice. You know, remind people that they are civil. If they can't behave, the comments get turned off. Seems like a good way to keep things under control. Um, so, so we first connected uh, a bit over a year ago. Actually, it's about a year ago when I was launching Niantic Neighbors. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, I, one thing that really impressed me with Niantic is just how how much of a community it is. Um, you know, when I when I started sharing that the magazine was coming, it's going to be about Niantic and about the neighbors and their stories. People were so excited to to have their stories shared, and I I find that this seems to be almost more of a sense of place in Niantic than other areas on the shoreline. I wonder if you could uh, talk about that, and maybe give me your thoughts on on why you think that is. East Limers. Nyanikers are very proud of our town. We we love our main street and our boardwalk. We do have a good community. We care for each other. I don't know what the magic is, but we we have some kind of magic here. Now you say you say you're from East Lyme, going way back. I was born when the family lived in Uncasville. Lived there for ten years, then moved to Ledger and Gales Ferry area for ten years. I've been in East Lyme for. 37 years. Okay, so you've been there for a while. The downtown, as I've heard, I only moved here about six years ago, um, but as I've heard, downtown Niantic wasn't always the attractive shopping center it is now. Is that correct? No, it wasn't. It was sort of run down. It looked sad and old. The boardwalk definitely helped bring people and businesses back to downtown. Um, we have a beautification committee, so we have mm-hmm. the beautiful flowers and the parks and rec keep the lawns mown. Uh, we we have a, a really good community. We've gotten some great businesses downtown. Of course, the book barn mm-hmm. expands and expands, and the um, antique stores. We've just gotten a good mix of businesses. So I think that downtown is a place to be now. And then especially places like the book barns have a, a, a neat niche. And it's, it seems like there's some businesses there that, that the magic of Niantic supports, um, like the Niantic Cinema. I, I went there, recently, well, not too recently, but, you know, when we were still going to movies. Yeah. Um, and, and it just had such a, a pleasantly old-fashioned small-town feel to it. It wasn't like one of the super luxury cinemas. It was just kind of a place where you go in, in town to watch a movie, um, which had a – Yeah, that, that might be the fine. key. We are quaint. We're a little mm-hmm. old-fashioned, and I, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, you claim it without being old. It doesn't feel dated. It just feels right. like the good old days. Good old days. Mm-hmm. 
So, so what is your favorite favorite aspect of Niantic? I would have to say the boardwalk. Okay. Although now I'm not using the boardwalk, but that really got me into downtown. I, I've lived here a long time, and yeah, we go downtown every once in a while. But with the boardwalk, it's a destination. We can go to the boardwalk and go eat at Skipper's, and or we could go up on the the deck and have a drink at whatever Constantine's is now. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I would definitely say the boardwalk is my favorite thing in East Lyme. Well, okay. Niantic. And the book barn. Not only the books, but the cats. Yep. It's all about the cats. <laughs> I, I've heard people say, if it doesn't have a cat, can you really call it a bookstore? There you go. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, the book yeah. barn definitely does that. Are there any hidden gems you can think of, you know, things that most people don't think of in, in East Lyme that, that, uh, that people should that you wish more people knew about. Um, Oswagachi Hills hiking. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are not aware of that. Oh, really? Okay. I don't think they are. I, I believe we actually may have an article coming up about that in the upcoming Niantic Neighbors, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, great. I think. Don't uh, quote me on that, but I okay. might. <laughs> what are um, what are the most common posts you see on the on the forum? Right now or through? In general, that? when it's not a major crisis. Uh, obviously, I assume, you know, okay. it's been a lot of quarantine stuff and now a lot of a lot of social justice stuff. But, you know, before, right. back when we could actually leave our houses, what, what did okay. you find most people want to talk about? Oh, um, a lot of people like to talk about the boardwalk and okay. what is and isn't allowed on it. <laughs> like dogs yep. or skateboards. Uh-huh. Um, trash is always a big talk. Uh, is garbage going to be picked up? And most forums have a what was that noise category. <laughs> There's a big boom. Everybody goes to the forum to find out. Yep. Or why are they testing the millstone sirens today? It's Saturday. Mm-hmm. So we we have monthly questions on that. Millstone does test on Wednesdays and Saturdays. And people go to the forum to find out why the sirens are going off. So we let them know. And I guess it's one of the values of having the forum is instead of just kind of going to your neighbor's house and knocking on the door, you can go to the forum and say, what's that noise or or right. why did this happen? Or You get a lot more feedback that mm-hmm. way. And probably a little unfiltered feedback sometimes, depending on what, what the question is you're asking. Sure. A lot of an unfiltered feedback, yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you, you sort of through it. Um, now, how long have you been doing the, the business, uh, business Wednesdays? Um, ever since we started for okay. five years. Um, only on Wednesdays, so we don't crowd the forum with business posts all the time. Yep. And that was an idea I got from the Ledger Forum. She does the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and have you gotten feedback from businesses on on the effect they've gotten from that or people they found, customers they oh, found? Oh, yeah, they're thankful that they can advertise. Who, who doesn't want free advertising? Of course. So, um. and anytime anyone needs a suggestion on a business they go to the forum mm-hmm. you know roofers and plumbers and contractors everything they go to the forum and ask yeah they could also go to the forum and use the search button but not a lot of people know how to do that yeah that's true <laughs> so so for anyone listening who doesn't know since i imagine many people on the forum will listen to this uh how would they use the search button if they 
are on a mobile device, they would go to the Islam Community Forum and click on the little magnifying glass in the top on my mobile device left. I'm sorry, right. Click on the magnifying glass and type in whatever subject it is you're looking for, and you'll get a whole list of what people have said about different businesses. Very nice. And I believe on the desktop there's a, a search field on the on the control panel on the left. I don't know because my computer is not working. But ah, yes. yes. On the there is one on the laptop as well. Yes. Yep. Um, or the most memorable posts you've seen? Well, um, the bobcat posts are are pretty interesting. Okay. When, when we have pictures of a bobcat roaming around, and there is one, maybe a family, around town, and we we get updates on them. Uh, I I've I know with, with the next door platform, some people joke about how that's the website to talk about coyotes, <laughs> because you look at right. any next door community anywhere, it's like there's a coyote on the street. Did anyone see the coyote? There's a coyote on the street. Yeah. <laughs> so. You get a lot of the coyote coyote posts there too. We do get coyote posts, yes. Sometimes right. we get spider and snake posts. Mm-hmm. That they've been found. What kind of snake is this? Is it poisonous? <laughs> and I, I guess the nice thing about a community forum with asking for businesses and whatnot, as opposed to googling or or going on Craigslist or, or AngelList or whatever, is you're getting recommendations from neighbors, and you might even know the neighbor recommending it, so it's kind of more personal and local. Yes, exactly. That's how I'm trying to figure out what solar company to go to. I'm asking the people mm-hmm. who have solar companies, how how do you like their service? Um, it's much easier to ask a question of a friend mm-hmm. than of a website. Absolutely. And I guess you got to, even if you don't know them personally, you kind of see the same people over and over again and sort of get to know them and and get a sense of your neighbors. Has, has the forum ever organized any sort of like in-person meetups or picnics or anything, or just kind of you promote the ones that are already happening? We promote the ones that are already happening. I tried to coordinate a yard sale, a town-wide yard sale, mm-hmm. and interest really didn't come out with that one. So that it wasn't a personal meetup, but it was a a thing that I tried to organize mm-hmm. uh, didn't work out, but okay. it's always a challenge. You think you have people's attention, and then you say, "Hey, let's do a thing," and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, that's right." <laughs> We're not. I don't know. It, it would be neat to have um, get-togethers at the mm-hmm. East Lime community. I I know people recognize names or faces from the community forum out in the community. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, so are there any uh, final comments you'd like to like to share or tips or advice or anything before before we wrap up? Well, if you're on the forum, be nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're trying to get into the forum, answer the three questions, and that's that's one of our vetting things. We if you can't answer the questions, you're not going to follow the rules. Yes. So please follow the rules and use search. <laughs> so don't ask the same question again and again and again. They do, yes. Yeah. Yep, I can, can certainly imagine that. Well, I appreciate taking the time to, to be on the show and and I, I just figured a lot of people because uh, you do run such a, a well run forum, uh, I imagine that some folks might be like, Who is this Wendy who I see once a week telling me I can advertise my business? 
um, and who probably does some other things. So, so I've been asked to share share your story here, and also, of course, want to thank you for all your help in Niantic Neighbors getting launched um, well, when that was you. first getting started back in the day. So, um, that was invaluable because once people knew it was happening, we got a lot of support. So, That's so uh, I'm forever in your debt. Um, oh. So, thank you very much for coming on the show here. You have a great day. Okay, thanks for having me. Wendy does a great job running the Islam Community Forum. I am a member of quite a few local forums, as you can imagine, and I have seen the gamut from orderly and friendly, like East Limes, to absolute chaos and anarchy. As I mentioned in the interview, I'm the publisher of Niantic Neighbors, which is a private monthly publication that goes out to all the homeowners in Niantic every month. It is supported by local businesses, who I partner with as sponsors. When we were starting the magazine, Wendy was very supportive in letting me use the forum to let people know about what we were planning. I was overwhelmed by the support we got from the community to help get started. Local businesses reached out to partner sponsors. Residents offered content. There was a great deal of excitement for Niantic to have its own high-quality, glossy publication all about Niantic. There are some awesome stories to tell there, and I love getting to provide the platform to share them. Every month, Niantic Neighbors reaches over 3,800 homes, and our data shows that over 90% of recipients read it every month. Branding is based on delivering a message to a targeted audience on a consistent basis. This is how every major brand, from Coca-Cola to IBM to Ford, keeps their brand top of mind. Partnering with me and Niantic Neighbors gives your business a way to create Coca-Cola-like brand presence on a local business budget. To learn more, email me at michael at guywhoknowsaguy.com. The Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast is produced and hosted by Michael Whitehouse. That's me. Our theme song is composed by Patrick Howard of Four Unicorns Design. Other music and sound effects are from Benjamin Harvey Design by way of freesound.org and bensound.org. Special thanks to Pat Helmers of Habanero Media for all the great advice he gave me on relaunching the show. Find me on the web at www.guywhoknowsaguy.com. If you enjoyed this show, please subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. You can also follow me on Facebook at facebook.com slash theguywhoknowsaguy. Please share links to the show with friends you think would enjoy it. This is Michael Whitehouse, the guy who knows a guy, reminding you that it's not what you know, it's who you know, and how much you're willing to help them. JV Connect is coming up quick, December 12th and 13th. If you are looking for a networking event where you can meet people who aren't looking to just pitch you or take, but actually want to collaborate, build strategic partnerships, joint ventures, maybe even find some mentors, some coaches, people to support you, accountability partners, who knows? If you're looking for good people in an environment that's not stressful, but is set up to give you a lot of great connections in an efficient amount of time, check out JV Connect. JV-Connect.com. That's JV-Connect.com. December 12th and 13th, 2023. We'll see you there.